This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead farmer? the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over, turning up and dialing to my fingers. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Hey, get the levels all put together here. Turn the music down. There you go. Uh, Derek and the Domino Heads there. Uh, It's a Wednesday edition. I keep on wanting to say Tuesday. It is not. It is a Wednesday edition, and we have uh, guests in the studio, in studio guests, once here, once again here on the Live at Five show. And uh, they call him Nate Moot Madison. Uh, Director of Operations of the of the uh, Rapids baseball team. They start tomorrow. You've been hearing the ads right here in community broadcasts, including AM twelve forty. And tomorrow is the season opener. Is that correct, uh, Nate uh, Madison here, otherwise known as uh, Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> yes, it is. Baseball is back at the fairgrounds. We are so excited to be kicking off the season tomorrow. You are, and uh, the Rapids have been uh, again because of COVID. But you were you were in existence last year, at least, right? Yeah, no, we uh, had a really good uh, bounce back year from COVID, and we're only looking to do bigger and better things this year. Right, I uh, got a lot of entertainment things coming up. Right, um, we're just excited, and this year it will not no longer just be the Duff; mm-hmm. it will be the Toyota Field. Right at the Alex T. Duffy Fairgrounds. Yeah, and uh, that's that's interesting. It's Toyota Field. It's a kind of a conglomeration of the Toyota dealerships up here. Yes, which is bad. Barry and TJ. Yep. Uh, so anytime, so it's just like the brand new branding of uh, what was the the Carrier Dome is now something else. Yeah. No, we've you know kind of taken a new name, but we're still going to bring you the high quality baseball, right. the concessions, the food, right. all the good baseball stuff will be here this summer. And uh, this is all uh, this. These are college kids playing their hearts out, and they play with wooden bats. They do not repeat. They do not play college ball aluminum bats. They play wooden bats. Is that, that correct? That is correct. That's authentic. Yeah, it's authentic baseball, yeah, just yeah. like you're going to a pros game, but right. for a much more affordable price. <laughs> what's the, what's the, okay, we're going to give away a, a whole uh, group of tickets here today. What is the price to get in? Uh, that's so important these days. It's important all the time, especially this year, Nate. Yeah, so our general admission tickets for adults are $9, and for youth, senior, and military, it's $8 to get in. So now let's just do the math, because last year when people could go to the game or any game, uh, they would come from various areas. I'll ask you in a little bit as far as how far people will travel, but more than likely the average 
you know, participant in, in, a, in an event that goes on at the, uh, at the fairgrounds, it's probably 20 to 25 miles. So, you know, most people have trucks. Most people have some means of transportation where last year you would spend XYZ to get to the, the Duffy Dome, now called the Toyota Field, uh, at the Duffy Dome. Uh, now they're going to have to spend a lot more money. So, you know, family value is very, very important. I'm not just saying this just, oh, I might as well go to a ball game. But that's what the families do because it's not just the ball game, Nate. It's affordable fun for everything that happens during the ball game and including the ball game that's how we set up those commercials uh, uh, as you know yeah this year we um, are making it a little bit more entertainment centered for our fans to really you know to go off of that that family's first point that you brought up right 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 um you know we're really trying to make it about the families for that family of four to be have affordable fun and just enjoy a watertown evening because watertown summer evenings are the best around and not to mention on several locations i know you have big events throughout the season they only play what like uh how many games total we play 27 home games this 20, so that's a lot of that's uh that's uh do the math that's 27 that's 54 games yeah. that they play that's a lot of games for any organized team to play on in, in any level college kids in between semesters must be the time of their life by the way there's host homes where they stay i'm assuming or do they stay in a hotel uh we actually have apartments uh, that we put our guys up in thanks to our friends over at Parkstead. So, so is that, was that like raucous or what? You know, a bunch of college? I mean, my goodness gracious. They're actually really good. <laughs> we, we've gotten blessed with a really great group of guys. We're good. so excited for our fans, the community, to come out and see them tomorrow. And and there's some local kids, but most of them are from other areas. I, I've known over the years, you've gotten kids from like as far away as Hawaii, Australia, California. So tell me, who, who do you got on the lineup this year? Yeah, so for our local guys, we've got a really good squad of local guys. Names you might know, Brett Myers, Ryan Peters, hmm. um, uh, Owen and Wyatt Parliament. They're some of our local talent. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Parliament's just coming off a very uh, successful season with Rutgers baseball. Nice, real nice. Um, so, you know, we've got our local, our core group of guys, and then we actually have a couple high schoolers joining us. Real good, um, really. You know, some out of Lyme, some out of Beaver River. And then, you know, going on that point, yeah, we did reach out our, you know, expand the horizons. We've got players coming from Texas right. and um, Florida, California, all over the place. So uh, the, the, the ads that we've been playing right here on our radio stations are a, a young girl. Uh, again, you know, uh, boys, girls, and whatnot. They, to keep them occupied, you got to keep them occupied. Yeah, yes. You just can't let them sit there and watch uh, uh, nine innings of uh, what could be a, a, a pitcher's duel. For you and me, that's exciting. But for them, they need a little bit more than that. So, you know, again, the game is the main attraction. But within or between innings, there's a lot more stuff. The other day, for instance, you had someone, uh, a, a, some character, walking in and out of the stands this year. Her name is, what's her name again? So it is Lily Daniels. Okay. The old sea hag. The old sea hag. That's all we'll tell you. Because you got to come. You got to come to the game and check it out. What? What was she like? The Glossman fisherman's wife or something? <laughs> so Clarence Birdseye. She, um, you know, she has a, a whole story that you'll learn about if you come to the games, and she's just going to be there to influence the environment. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good. I want don't want to say too much because there'll be a spoiler alert. So well, I think you already said it. it. I saw pictures of her. She's kind of like on the green thing. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I couldn't tell because. Uh, she, she's all dressed up, and she looks like she could be in, in, imposing, but she's actually a good person. Is that correct? Yes. She's not going to scare the kids. Yeah, no, she will not scare the kids. She's very friendly. Right, right, right. Um, okay, now, on the other thing, i got to challenge you on this. Is, is that not Chewbacca, or who is the, the, the mascot this year? <laughs> <laughs> so 
we do have a unofficial mascot, and his what? name is Wazoo, Wazoo the Bleacher Creature. Okay. And yes, he does look like Chewbacca, <laughs> but it's a it's a cousin it's a cousin twice removed from Chewbacca. There you go, and, and from a galaxy far, far yes. away. Yes. Now he's at the Duffy Dome. Oh, Toyota Dome. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you see? There's been some changes over there at uh, Channel Seven. Jeff Nelson is moving on to some international whatever. And uh, Jeff Cole is taking over. So, yes. it's a, so I thought Jeff was already the director. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> All right. So uh, and it, we just saw that a news junkie. I thought I'd throw it out there. 16 minutes after we're here with Nate Madison. You're a young guy. You go to Cortland, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Are you still going to college now? Yes. I uh, just finished up my junior year. So. Okay, great. So you got one more year yep. left. I've known you from across the street, and I knew your dad years earlier when he was here and across the street. And uh, he does the farm show. Uh, we used to. And that he might have it online one of these days again because yeah, I think got, that's important. Uh, uh, got a podcast up and going on. Okay, so. so he did get the podcast going. Well, that's important because that that was a show that went on forever. Yes. And uh, as you know, you know, radio over the years has changed to the point where you know no one gives a crap <laughs> crap anymore. <laughs> so it's good to know that he kept that flame. Uh, we care, we care here. That's why we're doing this. And you got sponsors. Throw them out there because I know uh, Laura Whitney has been a sponsor for the baseball team. What 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 is she doing for the team this year? Yeah. So uh, she was came in huge for us last year. We looked at our uniforms and said, these don't match what we want the Watertown Rapids to be. Interesting. So we gave her a shout. She uh, was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's get new uniforms. What, she's the designer, like Nike or something? Well, we don't we don't have Nike. I, we, no, I, I know, can I say we got Nike, right, right, but yeah. we um, you know we we've, we've got them new jerseys that uh, she helped us buy. They're really sharp looking jerseys. So that's all. So do you have that on your Facebook? Are you gonna save save it for tomorrow night, the opening game? Yeah, actually, our um, Facebook does have all that stuff. Uh, we've got some pictures of them and all that. So all that those things. Ba- uh, uniforms aren't cheap. So last year's uniforms are, are already on the shelf. You got new uniforms. Yeah. So she got us a new uh, home set of uniforms. Is that a new logo that you have? on your hat? This right is a new hat, but right. not a new logo. Okay, so it's the same logo. Yep. And the Rapids, of course, is something that I said that any uh, uh, an organized team should have the, should have as their moniker here or whatever. Uh, and, of course, Mike Schell is yes. an attorney, also close personal friends of, uh, of Hillary Clinton, of course. Also looks like uh, the late, great uh, Gene Michael from the New York Yankees. I told him that. He reminds me every now and then. He is the uh, uh, the owner of the team. Is that correct? Yeah, he's one of our uh, one of one yeah, of the owners. He's one of our owners. Yeah, um, he's got really great local yeah. connections for us. In oh yeah, town, so we love having him aboard. And yeah, he, you know, you know, Mike. He's just yeah. fun to have a conversation with. And he can talk hours with, about baseball. Yeah, yeah, and here's the thing: Mike didn't have to. He used to be co-owner of, I believe, one of the single A uh, Indians team yeah. years and years ago. Uh, got out of it, and other people, including the late great uh, uh, Ted Ford, along with Paul Simmons, was part owner. And then that crazy debacle with someone that you know that used to be the news director, uh, Matt McCluskey. He, he had, uh, I don't know if it was, I forget the name of the team. He wrote a book about how crazy it was. They had a team, and then the, uh, they had everything ready to go, and then they pulled the plug. So, But again, I only bring that up because there's been a lot of changes over there. But what's what hasn't changed is Mike, who used to be the original owner years ago, decades ago, has come back and has preserved the legacy of baseball in Watertown, which is very important, Nate. Yeah, you know, in us at the Rapids, our mission is to save Watertown baseball history. We're keeping that line moving. Watertown, you know, in upstate New York and some of the surrounding areas, has one of the richest baseball they do not to mention red and black football yeah yeah right you know and all of our sports teams we're just blessed 
as a community to right. have, you know, the red and black. They've been rooted in the community for a long time. 1896, Baseball, I believe. Yeah, right. You know, we, we just are so lucky to have mm-hmm. the sports teams that we do. Most and very much, uh, uh, very much so. Listen to me. What's most important this year, more than others, and I say this with uh, whatever, but save money because, like I said, uh, to travel to the Bay or Clayton or go to the, you know, Old Forge. Listen, I'm not discouraging people from doing that, and they're going to make the decisions on their own with it, with or without Glenn Curry. But great a family entertainment can be had right here in Watertown. You don't have to. Plus, you're close to restaurants, bars. Yeah. Dad could get a, a cocktail across the street at the sixth inning when no one's watching. You know, it's perfect, <laughs> Nate. Yeah, you know, we're, we are centrally located. We encourage anybody and everybody to come up, check out the area. Uh, we got great restaurants, hotels. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, we're just right in the middle of the destination. We are, and, and uh, Watertown's a very, very unique place. We just had uh, our, our, our what, who, who could be our next congressperson, who is a sitting con- congressperson right now, Claudia Tenney, was here yesterday. And, uh, you know, even though there's a lot, and she said it herself, there's a lot of similarities between her, uh, here, Central New York, uh, where, where she's from, originally from New Hartford. We're, we are a unique place because, you know, like unlike Auburn, for instance, which is kind of like a suburb of, of Syracuse, it's it's surrounded by other other places. We're by our own here. We're, we're on like our own little island, Canada to the north, Adirondacks to the east, and, of course, Lake Ontario and the, and the Snow Belt. So we're very isolated here. To, so to have, like, to your credit, to have a baseball team, a very successful hockey team, and over the years, the legacy of baseball, which almost disappeared until you guys brought it back, yep. and you brought some legitimacy to it as well because of Mike's uh, you know, uh, credibility and, and his legacy here. So that's good. And not to mention, you're helping your local kids uh, you know, fulfill perhaps the, what, what could be their major league dream. M- maybe some of these guys, certainly from this league, Nate, have gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah, so you know, another, another thing we're trying to make it is the Northern New York Field of Dreams this year. Really? Because, you know, I've seen it when our players come into that stadium. They're just awe-stricken a little. They, really? Their jaw drops. Well, the, the field itself is tremendous. Yeah. You know, it really our, is. One of the best fields I've ever seen. At the, you know, at the City of Watertown do a great they job. They really do. Day in, day out to make sure we have a field to play on. Sure? So we're just, we, you know, yeah. going off your point with helping younger kids have that opportunity to play baseball. Right. We're, that's what we're trying to do. We're giving those younger kids an experience. They get to see some of those big college players. And they, you know, the little kids love it. Yeah, they do. Those college kids are heroes. They, they really. Are. I mean, you know how kids are. They look up to. Like, if you're four, you're gonna look up to a six-year-old. If you're six, you're gonna look up to a nine-year-old. If you're any one of those ages, and they they see you or someone uh, wearing a baseball uniform, they idolize them. They really do. And then they make an error, and then they heckle them, and then they get beers years later, and they take their wives. No, nah, just kidding. I'm just <laughs> getting out of control. Uh no. So, but uh, what's again? The, the, it's it's good, uh, inexpensive, or should I say, cheap uh, uh, entertainment. Plus, here's the thing if i'm not mistaken do you not in fact have fireworks tomorrow night am i wrong we don't have fireworks tomorrow night but however yeah, yeah july 3rd july 3rd that's i'm um, gonna be a, one of our kickoff weekend or kickoff games yeah. for the fourth of july weekend oh, oh, july uh, what, the, what day of the week is that this year i believe uh, sunday it's a sunday so, okay great yep so uh, so uh, so the, the the name that other than opening night what are the other big events coming up throughout the season of the 27 so, games? So uh, we're, we're going to immediately turn right around after our opening night. We're going to have our friends from Cape Vincent come out and do a community night to showcase what they, you know, what they have in the, up there in in, um, in the river area. Right, sure. Um, we're going to have an agriculture appreciation night, which mm-hmm. we are working with our good friends over at Fuel Up to Play 60 and have an NFL player that will be coming to that game. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. Do, Riley, we, have, do we know who that's going to be? Yes, I do. 
Um, it will be Riley Dixon. Oh, nice. Um, he was a former punter for Syracuse football mm-hmm. and is a Syracuse native. That's really. So if you're a Syracuse football fan out there, right. perfect opportunity to meet, you know, kind of a, you know, a legend amongst the, the college football rankings and the Syracuse football fans. Good. Awesome. So now, Nate, uh, you're going to Cortland. That is well known as a, uh, a sports-oriented training. People become physicians there. What do you want to do in the sports industry, and why do you go to Cortland? Yeah, so I'm in their sports management program, um, and through there I'm learning how to, um, you know, in a sense manage a sports team. Right. Um, and with that degree, you know, I, I want to stay either in the path that I'm on right now, the Rapids is right. in the operations role, or go into a, you know, media, public relations, that kind, you know, yeah. one of those two uh, the, paths. Now, the the, uh, the Syracuse Mets uh, have a general manager there. His name escapes me, but he's been there for a very long time. He was under the other organization when we were under the Nationals out of Washington. Now they've been with the Mets for, what, at least three, maybe four or five years now. He's been very successful because, one, he's he's been with the same organization for many years. I don't know if he ever has the ambition to be a general manager for the San Diego Padres or something. I don't know, but is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to be general, like what you're doing now at a higher level? I've actually had uh, quite extensive conversations with uh, the general manager for uh, the What's his name again? Jason Smurrell. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, Yeah, you know, he's a really good guy, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Um, He does. He's got a really good operation going there, and you know, yeah, eventually I would, you know, I would definitely like to become a general manager for a high minor league or even majors and you're doing exactly what he does because whenever he's he could be in the worst mood of all you know he's got to be a showman because that's what it is it's not a circus because i hate circuses by the way (laughs) but it is a show yeah. And you have to be a showman because it's not the major league, but it's the next step up. And this isn't the next step up, but it could be. And it's it's still America's pastime. And that's why they sprinkle it with all the stuff where it's spinning the bat, crazy people in the stands and whatnot, things that kid, uh, keep uh, kids occupied. But most importantly, everyone has a good uh, uh, family fun at the same time. Plus, it's day games and night games throughout the season. Yeah, we've got day games, night games, weekdays, weekends. We've got it. You, you name it. I, I think the night games are more attractive to, like, you know, businesses and people just want to get get the, you know hang out instead of going yeah. over to Coleman's you walk across the street and you watch a ball game the average ball game they don't last as long as a, as a normal baseball as like major leagues which go on odd infinitum sometimes no they you know they're still about an average length because they're full nine inning right games. right um, but you know that is a little bit shortened up but we do have the entertainment to you know because usually sometimes you go to a major league game kind of drags on a little oh, bit big time. but we got the entertainment we've got the rapids rockers right. wazoo right. whole bunch of other things that are going to be the old sea hag yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm fascinated i'm sorry yeah you're going to come check there. it out on thursday uh, i will definitely what's well, it's right across i have to it's right across yeah. the, so it's uh tomorrow okay is this what we're going to do how do we want to do this a, a family uh, let's let's give them a, a a family uh of four four tickets to tomorrow night this is not a general mission where you could just show up when you want this is for tomorrow night so you have to be seriously uh, so let's give a trivia question out. Let's uh, let's uh, let's. Uh, what is the new field called? Just for the season, by the way. Who is sponsoring the baseball field? Seven five five twelve forty. Which major auto dealer, na- or should I say, name or brand, is the co-sponsor of the baseball field uh, for the Rapids baseball field this season, two thousand twenty-two? Give us a shout. Seven five five twelve forty, and I will give you four tickets to tomorrow night's game. Can you do that? Is Brad calling in from the uh, from the west side? No, just kidding. Here we go. I figured Brad would be calling. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Someone's chiming in right now, Nate. Let's see if it happens. Uh-oh. You said what? Oh, you are Jacqueline. He didn't answer. Uh, for some reason, I already lost him. 75. Come on. You could do better than that. 755-1240. Hi, you there? Oh, that's no one there. 
Now I got to shut it down. So uh, Ken was asking me, "Hey, uh, are you getting phone calls in line two these days?" <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Four tickets to tomorrow night are available right now. If you want to, again, we have an older audience. Sometimes they don't want to get off their asses. Uh, just give me a shout right now. Three one five seven five five twelve four. That's why they like me. They're just like me. Here we go. Here we go to the phone. Hi, who's this? What's the answer? Hey, this is Doug Carlson. I'm guessing FX Cabrera. <laughs> he said FX. Oh, wait, wait, put your headsets on. Uh, it's not. No, it's not FX Capera. Uh, we'll give you some clues yeah. since you since you called. Uh, it's a okay. Japanese. It's a Japanese brand, and it starts with the letter T. T- starts with the letter what? T, as in Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, I was going to say Toyota. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, so just name. Just say it after me. The name of the field. Oh, actually, uh, Nate, you get what? What? Who is the sponsor? What do they call the field again this year? It's the Toyota oh. Field at the Alex Duffy Fairgrounds. To- oh, wait, Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just. <laughs> wait, yeah, no, it's not right. wait. I mean, it is wait, but it's not whatever. It's the Toyota, Toyota. Field. Yeah, Toyota. So uh, who are we talking to? Uh, this is Doug Carlson. Doug, are you? Do you live locally? No, I live in. I Hamlet. do. I'm right here, right here in Watertown. Okay, good. All right, Doug. Did he say Carlson? As yes. In, as in Mr. Carlson from WKRP. Are you related to that guy? Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, Doug. Doug, do you know what you won? Four tickets. Four tickets. To the game tomorrow night. I'll, I'll be like Eddie Money. Four tickets to tomorrow night. Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm pounding the desk again. Get Glenn out of here. He's no he's no good. All right, listen. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Come on down to 199 Wealthy Avenue. Pick up your tickets tomorrow before 5 o'clock. So, sounds great. I'll be there. Thank great. you. Great. Thank you very much. Well, there, that's we, we make it easy here. All right? That's how we do it. So tomorrow night, 27 games. Check your schedule and also listen to this radio station So because whenever they're playing on home, we're going to be running ads right here. Yes. So and the next game is when? Just real quick. Uh, it'll be uh, Sunday, June 5th. Okay, so it's just tomorrow, then June 5th, and then at least another 25 games. Then they get into the playoffs. Hopefully they'll do better this year. But the point is a fourth fun, family fun, for less. That's redundant. Uh, so the game itself it matters, but not as much. It's almost like the old thing, like, hey, I saw a fight the other night and a hockey game broke out. It's the same thing with yeah. this. You go there, you see a bunch of stuff, uh, you, you see Chewbacca, <laughs> you know, laugh it up, fuzzball, and then you see the hag, you see the writers, the dancers, uh, people spinning the, you're going to do the spin the bat thing? Is, I make, think that's uh, the, in our, our Fez's, our fan experience specialist, who you happen to know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's in his, uh, you know, repertoire. Routine. So that's good because it's one of those things where, it, you know, it's like the bride cuts the cake, as hokey as it is, or the garter belt, I'm talking about weddings here, of course, you know, there's certain things that should not be disrupted. Uh, that is so so uh, spinning the head. What do they call that when they spin uh, around? The dizzy bat race. Dizzy bat. <laughs> and oh, but but you know what's interesting? What what I really like is that you kind of took an idea from the Milwaukee Bre- uh, Brewers, where they had these big uh, like uh, uh, mascots running from on the outside of the of the warning track from left field to right field. Yeah. Or they run around the field. You do that every game. Is that right? Yeah. Except it's not the president's race. No. We're working with it's a not few not worse local, uh, You know, with a few local businesses. Sheeland Farms, Sugar Daddy's Maple, yeah. uh, Mangy Moose Productions, uh, just to name a few. Yeah. We're going to do the Great Foodie Race. It's got local products yeah. to New York State that we're going to have, and uh, going to have the chance for fans to actually get in the costume.
costumes and race, you know, be in the race and be right. part of the great foodie race. Awesome. The foodie race itself. Thank you very much. Nate, I got to go. I got a call from, from uh, Attorney Joe Stanley up next. But thank you very much for being Nate Madison, otherwise known as Moose. Josh Allen here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the uh, Buffalo Bills. It's about, but thank you very much. And, and thanks for coming down and being the director of operations of the Watertown Rapids baseball team. And say hi to Mike. I will. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you very much. I got to take this call. It's probably our friend, Attorney Joe Stanley. And it is. It's Attorney Joe Stanley. Uh, Josh, thanks. I, I call you Josh Allen all the time. I, I, thanks, Nate. How you doing, Joe? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? Good. I, I, I literally uh, watch your step. I, uh, I, uh, I, there's a kid that looks like Josh Allen, the quarterback of the uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills. So I had to say that. Uh, Joe, it's it's uh, again. Uh, last week, you and I were talking about the tragic consequences of yet another maniac that killed a lot of you know young children at that school in Texas. The, the horrifying things that we're hearing right now, Joe, and I know you, you know what I'm about to talk about, is that as bad as what happened, as heinous as what that 18-year-old did, now we're hearing about reports of, of the police not acting quick enough. My goodness, Joe. I mean, these stories are just adding up every day, compounding things. What should we, I mean, in as far as the legalities of this, and I was thinking about this today. I want to ask you this question. I know this is a selfish question. But when you lose a child or you lose your wife or, for that matter, the crazy story, of the, a horrible story, I should say, about the man who had a heart attack the next day because of the loss of his wife, where could a family go? And would there be any chance that because the police did not react fast enough that the, that the parents can have a, 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 law, a, a class action suit against the police department there in Texas, Joe? Well, I, I don't know what the law is in Texas, but in New York... Generally, there's no case against the police officers for errors in their judgment in terms of responding to a police call unless they – it's very difficult. I mean, there are the circumstances, but the exception is almost impossible to prove. So, I mean, they have to make a promise to somebody that they're going to do something. Somebody has to rely on it and it has to result in harm. And I don't think we had that in this case a lot. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, there certainly could be legal liability against the school district for their own right. failure to plan and failure to supervise in New York. Again, right. Right. Texas has all sorts of immunities and limits mm -hmm. that are very different than New York. So, mm. uh, I guess we'll find out. We're definitely going to find out because, like I said, it just seems to be you know stacking up against them. Look, I don't want. I mean, the whole aspect of of, of suing any municipality, particularly the police, does not. Uh, you know, please me at all, just for even saying it. But we always talk about someone being held accountable for one's death, wrongful death. We hear about it all the time. We, it can happen to the average citizen if they don't put enough salt on their front lawn or, 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 or sidewalk. So we talk about these things. So the liability or accountability uh, in, on, the, on part of the, the police department that now we're finding out did not act quick enough and waited as long as 90 minutes to get into that room and other acts of heroism where some guy drove 45 minutes with someone else his gun and and took 20 kids out of there safely so it, again i want them to get to the bottom of this i don't want anyone to get sued but joe at the end of the day i hope we can learn a lot by what happened last week in texas well hopefully we learn but unfortunately usually the people don't, there's no accountability apparently the guy who they're blaming and i'm not sure he's all at fault but he just got elected to the city council or the town council in the town Hmm. And so, uh, wow, good time. Yeah, yeah, 
he's tied in politically. You know, it's a small community, and right, right. I, he's not cooperating. I've read he's not saying anything. He's not cooperating. He's not doing anything. Oh. So I think the, you know, the horses are already circling, and whether we ever really get the truth. I, I I'm skeptical. How's that? Yeah. And if we do it, if we do it, it'll be years from now because I think from now on we're just going to be piled with you know more more misinformation. I'll put it politely. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and, and but it's amazing how you know we talk about cameras, and I'm sure they have cameras of this. Of, and I, no one wants to see that, but when they do. Uh, they'll come up to some type of summary that says, wow, we, guys, we got to do better than this, not just in Texas. S- something very similar happened in Lakeland, Florida, back in 2017, where the, uh, the, the, uh, the guard there, an armed guard, uh, 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 waited outside for upwards of 45 minutes. So it's not a first time. Uh, and it happens. I get it. They go through training, but there's nothing like the real deal, Joe. Look, I don't want to go into a building that's on fire. There's other people that have more ability and heart to do that. I don't know how I would be under pressure knowing that someone's on the other side of that wall uh, with an AR-15 and it's got a lot of ammunition. But I got to figure well, if that's know, my that's job. not the same. You know, the one guy yeah. being afraid to do it himself, I can see. Yeah. This guy wasn't doing anything himself. No, he was telling other people. You know that's just a, that's just incompetence. You know he was directing; he wasn't doing. So he was really and making matters worse, is what you're saying. That's much worse. You would expect a minimum level of competence. Yeah. And from what I see, I don't know. Yeah. He is, the guy shouldn't have been in the job. Not not at all. That way, but mm-hmm. you know, I, who knows? Again, we'll probably never find out. It was probably a political job. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna change things, and of course we always say that. We said that again after uh, uh, Connecticut. We said it after Lake. We say it all the time. But this one definitely had a huge impact. Plus, you know, the political climate these days is is a lot different uh, than it was twenty years ago. But Joe, the the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room is the verdict today. Amber Heard is guilty, guilty, guilty. I've never heard a trial with so many. I mean, they actually, you know, so it, it, typically when you hear a verdict, Joe, you hear like uh, in for first cl- uh, first degree murder, she is either non not guilty or, or innocent. But today they would describe what she was in there to begin with reading, you know, statements that she made in the Washington Post or some op-ed. It was odd to hear that verdict. But the verdict itself went on for at least 20, it seemed like 15, 20 minutes, Joe. So I guess that's what it's all about when it comes to from a defamation uh, trial. Different than others. Well, well, nobody's guilty or innocent, and, and it, you know it's a civil lawsuit, and it's a it's a damn it's about money, and there's specific things that have to be proved in that kind of case. Right. Very specific, incredibly specific to make a recovery on the defamation, and th- if the jury doesn't find all of those elements, they can't award damages, and so that's what they were reading. Wow. Uh, it was interesting, very fascinating. She said she congratulated her team of, of lawyers. Uh, she's going to have to pay back $15 million. One, I don't know if she has $15 million. And two, I'm sure that's going to be reduced anyway. So what goes, what goes on? Does, does, does Johnny Depp, does he win money and his, and his fame back from this, Joe, in your opinion? You know, I, I, you know I, I, my opinion was the whole thing was a big waste of time. If you want to have a reality TV show, oh, it was. It shouldn't be. On, it shouldn't be on the public dollar. And uh, I thought the whole thing was just a waste of of the judicial system. But you know that's what it's there for. Um, and I think 
if it wasn't for all the media coverage, it would have gone a lot shorter and been a lot smoother, and it would have been over with. Really? But, and, you know, when you throw that in, mm-hmm. it just becomes a circus. Yeah, and, and it went on for over, what, four weeks? I mean, it wasn't the O.J. Simpson trial, but it went on day in, day out. But here's the thing. Were you surprised that Johnny Depp wasn't there for the verdict after all that? No. Okay. Because he was on stage with Jeff Beck at a concert. <laughs> uh, uh, no. That's like I said, Glenn. We're just talking. This is this it, was all for, more for show than it was for anything. And, and you know, that, that's all right. You know, they, uh, that's what the legal system is for, to settle disputes. Right. I don't have to like it. and that's, It's part of what I do. Right. But, I, you know... I didn't see any people that really injured. I didn't see either one of those parties injured, other than in their own minds. Mm-hmm. That you know that they. To me, it was more about punishing the other person they hate. Right. Right. That, yeah. And and, uh, and and I did find out that Amber Heard did a movie about 15, 16 years ago with Kevin Costner and showed up in his trailer butt naked, in his words. So uh, Amber's got some either, one, daddy issues <laughs> or she's just crazy, Joe, because a lot of people wanted to see her lose, specifically women. Women didn't like her. Does that surprise you, Joe? Well, you know, I, I again, I, I didn't watch it, and I wouldn't know. I don't know that the things I heard, I would like anybody or anything that went on. So. <laughs> yeah, it's bad for the legal process. It doesn't. It, it's it's not good because, like you said, really no one got hurt there, and it was a, a valuable time wasted in a courtroom in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. But it ended today, and uh, Johnny Depp, I guess, is back on track again. But his head is so large, I'm waiting for it to explode. He definitely drinks way too much expensive wine. Well, Joe, that's interesting. So I wanted to uh, talk, obviously, about the, the latest uh, on the Texas shooting, and of course, in the verdict today. And the Johnny Depp Amber, Amber Heard case. Joe, when people need to get in contact with you, how can one do that? Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com and the phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Great. Jo- Joe, thank you as always. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. You too, Glenn. Be safe. Yes, you too. Thanks, Joe. That's uh, Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five show. i got to do a break. We'll do that right now. We'll be back. I'm Pete Barnett, candidate for Jefferson County Sheriff. With my 26 year by local from local people who care about our community and care about you. Yeah, that's right. Well, we want to thank uh, Nate Madison for coming in today, tomorrow night's game, and also Doug Carlson from WKRP won the four tickets. Uh, now we're and then of course you know I've been talking to a lot of people. I mean today's already Wednesday. I haven't mentioned anything about. You know, let me tell you something. A little scare here yesterday when the Congresswoman was here. Uh, Jeff and I had, uh, you know, coffee with her and her assistant, Dan, Dan Martini. This is Martini's place. And we came back here and she came into the studio. Typically people, you know, kind of trip leaving the studio. Well, Congressman, uh, Congresswoman, rather, Tenny tripped coming into the studio. And I tell you what, Glenn Curry went into action. Action Jackson is his name. Preventing uh, uh, sitting congresswomen from falling on the WATN studio floor is his game. That's right. I grabbed her just by the, just as she was. I mean, she she was okay, but she was still falling down. She tripped, and I just I I, I don't know. It was just this this knee jerk reaction. It's boom. I held her up. I didn't like you know get too crazy. You know like you know how some people are like the guy from uh, Lewandowski there. Remember when he grabbed the woman from uh, CNN? Got kicked off the staff after that. Is that his name? Lewandowski? He was an ex-Marine. Big kid. 
worked for Trump. I, I didn't do it that way is what I'm saying. But it definitely was right place, right time. I just so happened to be standing behind him because I wanted to take a picture of the congresswoman with Jeff. So I saved the day. That's, that's all I could tell you. I actually said, and, and a phone call to Joe Stanley. Hi, you're on the, lo- uh, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? It's uh, Donnie. What's going on, man? So, so did you uh, see the uh, latest video that I, I put on uh, my Facebook? No. Aaron Salter. About, about what? Do you know who Aaron Salter is? No, I don't. You got a, uh, uh, are you on speaker? No, hold on a second. Yeah, because I can barely hear Probably you. Probably the echo of the room yeah. I'm in. Echo, echo, echo. Yeah, talk, talk. All right, so Aaron Salter was yeah, that's the funny. Buffalo security guard yeah. who was a retired police officer who was killed. Yeah, okay, gotcha, in Buffalo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there's a video going around of Aaron Salter. Um, I guess he not he didn't really invent, but he built this um, hydro um, conversion thing that he hooked up to a truck. So okay. he has an F-150 in this video, yeah. and he hooked up some batteries, some kind of hydro electrolysis machine that will turn water into hydrogen, and you can run a vehicle off it. Really? Oh, I thought you were talking about yeah. the Buffalo shooting. I'm like, once you said Buffalo. That's what I'm talking about, it's the same guy. So the same guy who was trying to get that patented yeah. died in that shooting. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. Uh, the video is on my uh, Facebook. Huh. So in 1998, there was another gentleman who came up with the same idea yeah. and was trying to get it panned. Huh. And during one of the meetings, he was poisoned and died. Oh and as he was dying, listen, as he was dying, yeah. his last words were, they poisoned me. Really? Yeah, so this is kind of major. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, go to my Facebook page. Wow. Um, his name is Aaron Salter, and he came up with this way you can run your vehicle on water by using electrolysis to turn water into hydrogen. Now, let me ask the question: Is he is he African American? Yes. Okay, that's fascinating. I didn't. I mean, again, a, a life is a terrible thing to waste. But this guy was an engineer that could have changed the world, and this yeah. bastard from Clinton, New York, where the hell this he was is from? This is just very suspicious now. Yeah. No. You, you, wait, wait. Now, Donnie, Donnie. People that I know of. Are, are you this saying is that two people that I know of? Go ahead. Are you suggesting that the that the the shooter that day was targeting people like this? I mean, I mean well, the inventor, I should say. I know he was targeting. Yeah. That the two people who came up with this idea yeah. were murdered. Hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Eh, Donnie, no, I'm not. It's just an unfortunate uh, moment in time. Right. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, hope, know, you, hopefully, uh, this could raise his invention video. to another level. Where he shows, he goes through how he built it and what's going on. Wow. That's this interesting. This was pre- right previous to the shooting. So it's funny you should say this because, you know, uh, you know Tesla was, was tortured in, in, in a sense because when he was trying to, you know, show everyone the difference between AC and DC, which he, which he accomplished, of course, and then later on he had so many other ideas that, you know, they kept him silent too. It's amazing they didn't kill Tesla. So there's a lot of things out there. You know, the movie about Tucker, a man in his dream, uh, he was squelched. Because he was a threat to Detroit and the and the big car manufacturers, because he was doing it differently. So it wouldn't surprise me, uh, Donnie, that something like this is going on. But th- what happened in Buffalo was completely arbitrary. He was just wrong place, wrong time. That sucks. What can I tell you? 
Uh, what else is going on? Anything? Is there, uh, I know. Uh, are you staying? In, are you staying in touch with city politics, or are you out of touch with yeah, city oh, politics? Well, yeah, I, I watched. I watched the meeting last night. So today, uh, Cliff only calls in, and he reminds me because Cliff calls in, you know, unannounced, oh, which which is good. And uh, and then Jeff, I, ha- I heard him. On, I heard him on Jeff's show. Yeah. So Jeff had to like not so much question him, but it was kind of like a Leslie Stahl moment. Uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, Donald Tr- President Donald Trump. Oh come on! No, no, you can't. So th- a lot of people talking over one another, and then mm-hmm. it was almost like uh, a, a staffer from the West Wing called in immediately after the phone call was over with Cliff, just to confirm that what Cliff said wasn't particularly correct. So it makes for great radio. I love it. There's a little Biden in all of us, and uh, and I think we got a little Biden today in the Hotline Show. What say you? So, yeah, I think uh, with Cliff calling in and, you know, not letting Jeff, you know, get a word in yeah. the way he does. Everybody knows Cliff. He'll, yeah. he'll keep going for hours. Right. He's the Energizer Bunny you know, of Washington. Right. He goes for hours. But right, right. I think on this, what's We're going open on up now all the pools. with the police department, yeah, yeah, the way he worded it made it sound like he was taking officers away. Right, 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 right yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. But then again... You know, the mayor, he's out there telling everybody that Cliff just gave himself a raise of almost 40%. Yeah, I mean, again, what say you about, I mean, when was the last time city council got a raise? I don't care who's getting a raise. Uh, just like Don King said, we're all on the I guess it was, it's been a while, I guess. I guess maybe the 2008, nine or I don't know the exact. Why? What was the increase? Did they so they voted for the increase in the salary? And what was the what was the increase? And when does it take effect, Donnie? So, I think they agreed to thirty percent at the last week I watched or wow. something like that. Right. Or right. maybe it's a little more. Maybe it's thirty three or thirty five percent. So it's a third. I don't know the exact number, but I guess it's close to a four thousand dollar raise. A good a good number. A, an average people. number in municipalities is anything. And a good decent number is like six to eight. If you can get ten, congratulations. Granted they're underpaid to begin with. Uh, the whole scale of inflation obviously has been met. Uh, th- you know, we just added more zeros to our debt anyway, thanks to COVID. So if you're making fourteen or fifteen grand as a as a part time city worker or a city council person, where essentially you got to go to every parade and kiss every baby you can for the two or four years you're there, uh, you might as well get uh, you know some type of uh, you know a, a handsome salary for it. Or so it doesn't surprise me. It's been a while. Uh, our crosstown guys are saying, "Oh, that's too much money. You should be doing it for nothing. You should be doing it just for the yeah. sake of doing it." Well, that doesn't work that way. It takes a lot of time, a lot of money just to become a council person. I talked to people that ran for office in the last year. It cost them over ten grand. Some of it might have come from donations, why, why but that's a lot of money. That kind of money to get to, to be harassed and to have people hate you. Say, so I asked the question: Why would anyone want to get into city politics? And here's another question, Donnie: Why would anyone want to be a referee or an umpire in this day and age every time i go online and i see some some type of video either is someone beating the crap out of someone at a, a la dodger stadium or they're at a little league team uh, game and they're harassing the umpire and what's worse is that the umpires are really really bad and they shouldn't be an umpire that's the bottom line if you call that a strike then forget it you shouldn't be there to begin with all right, well, that's the, uh, the City Hall report, and that's the latest report and conspiracy theory and or theories from Donnie from Governor. Donnie, thank you very check much. Check out that video. I will. Check it out. All right, that's Donnie. Got to do a break. You're listening to the Live 5 show. We're behind 
from earlier, uh, but we'll be uh, we're back shortly right after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn than grass? It's time to call Harringer's Contracting. The roof people. Don't delay, though. Call them to set us left. And I mentioned it earlier when Nate Madison was here. There's a big news on uh, from Channel 7. And now I'm trying to find it. WWNY announces a change in leadership in newsroom. It's like, oh, Scott Atkinson's moving back in again. No. Um, and I didn't realize Jeff Nelson was working there this long. 20 years goes by. 20 years goes by like 10 years now. Uh, Jeff Nelson uh, is out as a reporter, or rather started out as a reporter when he first, first arrived at Channel 7. Then he producer and anchored the 11, 11 o'clock late new local newscast. He took on responsibilities also as assistant news director, taking the helm as news director just two years ago. But Jeff will be joining an international company serving as a content design manager. So he's leaving as of June 1st. That's today. So when you see Jeff Nelson tonight, our top story tonight, our top story tonight on Channel 7 is the fact that it's Jeff Nelson's last day. So he's a good guy. I always liked Jeff. He helped me out of a jam one time. I don't know if he remembers this. Uh, but I got caught. Uh, stu- caught. Listen to me. I got stuck in the snow, slid off the road right here off Palmer Street. And he happened to be driving by one day. It was like seven, eight years ago. And he helped me out of a jam. I'll never forget that. Uh, other than that, he's uh, it's a terrible person. You don't want to go near him. No, he's a good guy. Uh, and Jeff Cole uh, is, uh, is promoted as news director. Uh, Cole, another 20-year veteran of the newsroom, West Carthage native. Uh, good-looking man. Uh, he's going to be there, and it's official. He's going to be there longer than uh, Mel Bustler. So there you go. There you go. Uh, seven five five twelve forty. How we have someone on the line? Who's this? Ah, this. You know who this is. You can tell my voice. You don't know my number? Uh, no, I didn't look at the number, but it is Lefty. Yes, it is. Hey, I. Uh, you know, I, I. I like Jeff Nelson. Think he's a good guy. Worked with his band that he played in called Mirror. Yeah, right. He's in a band. Ago, right. Right. He, yeah, he was. He hasn't done it in a long time. He kind of got away from it. But, you know, an overall good guy. And he was a good asset for the TV station. Yeah, so no, well good guy. Yeah. Just a likable, nice guy. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about, like, the, the city council and, you know, they're wanting to raise. And, though it's a big thing, to most people, that's not going to be any money. It's going to be a, a tad of an add-on. But for some people, I'm interested in a lot of money, and they're there for the money, or trying to be there for the money. I believe. Well, I mean, that, that, the, the question co- arises. I mean, again, we're we're a town of less than twenty four thousand people. Um, you know, should we have full time, you know, representatives or a full time strong mayor making eighty thousand dollars a year? The city manager's making a hundred and what twenty thousand dollars. That's a full time gig. Hageman's a full time guy uh, for the county. So you know, are are politicians, well, legislators, are they underpaid? It depends on the quality of what we get. A lot of time, we just get people running because they don't have anything else to do. We have, you know, ultimately you have you generally have people that are own their own business in there because then they they can schedule their time around it. Right. It's usually not the the supermarket worker that's working, you know, fifty hours. Well, a week Joe Butler is a banker for that. But yeah, Joe Joe had it tough because he was you know he's still he's still in banking, so that was tough for him. Yeah, and, now, and, and now Jeff's tough too. I'm going to read a little something. This is a Facebook i won't mention your names gotta be quick i'm running out of time yeah i will it says let grow our business together with letting me put your small business on my website Hmm. and it it says let grow and then it says our business a-r-e business okay together with letting me put who do you think that is and would you let would you put the would you let that person put you on their website (laughs) Uh, who is it i got it i don't know i have no idea 
uh, he he thinks your name is Glenn Carey. <laughs> oh my God! It's, it's Jason Trainer, and he also thinks yeah, that he's no. running for city council in 2024. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, and he doesn't no, know his wife's birthday. When, no, and when you you just have grammar like that. You know, that's who, uh, how much should we be paying that person to be in city council? Hooked on Jason Train of Phonics. I got to go. We're running out of time. That's okay. interesting. Bye-bye now, don't you? Know? All right, so that's, that was extrovert, otherwise lefty. <laughs> AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Next CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.